0: So we've been living amongst metaverse and immersive technologies like uh, uh, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, virtual reality, NFT, blockchain, etc. We hear about uh, words like Roblox, Epic Games, uh, metaverse from Facebook, metaverse from Microsoft, so on and so forth. So it's important to understand uh, what all these are uh, if you are uh, tuned into our last podcast. Uh, you would have uh, you would have heard about, understood about the basic concepts of the metaverse. In this podcast, I want to focus more on particular technologies of augmented and virtual reality, uh, which, in my mind, uh, make the fabric of the metaverse. It is the constituent element of metaverse wherein, you get inside from it's the gateway and it's the very fabric wherein you participate in the metaverse ecosystem the other thing which which makes me very excited about augmented virtual and, and virtual reality is that if you look at display technologies and their history the last disruption that we saw in these technologies was uh, when smartphones came uh, uh, into the market the the way we interacted with content changed completely after that. The world is different after uh, the advent of smartphones. But since then, there hasn't really been a big invention, a big disruption of how display technologies work, which is where uh, AR and VR uh, will play a very big part. Through augmented and virtual reality, we will go beyond. Uh, images, we will go beyond videos, which are mostly a dumb communication. You don't interact with that content. You are only fed what uh, the, uh, the, the medium wants uh, to be feeded to you. Uh, this is what AR and VR is about to change. And as I said, in the context of metaverse, this is how you enter uh, the metaverse. So let's discuss these technologies in a little more detail. Uh, And as I I said, in this episode, we'll focus only on these. As we go further in our episodes, we'll talk more about NFTs, cryptos, how AI is uh, getting plugged into all of this. But coming back to uh, the topic, let's understand what AR is, what VR is, and what is the difference uh, between the two. I often see people uh, getting confused between, uh, uh, between the two and it's important to understand what these are, what are the differences, so that you can kind of bring out your own use cases, you know how to participate in the metaverse ecosystem. Coming to augmented reality, as the name itself suggests, it's augmenting your reality, which means increasing your reality. You capture your reality through smartphone cameras or you capture it through uh, augmented reality glasses and then you add 3D virtual elements in this uh, reality that you have captured to increase it. You you add elements which are not exactly there in this this, uh, reality and that's what augmented reality is. Uh, Virtual reality on the other hand, you participate in virtual reality by uh, donning a virtual reality headset. Uh, If you want to see how that looks, let me show you. I have a few lying around here uh, 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 with me. This is one of uh, those virtual reality headsets. Uh, This is from Oculus. Uh, You have other uh, players in the market as well. Oculus is a a Facebook company now. Uh, The idea is that you wear this headset and uh, whatever you see now in front of you has been virtually created. It has been created programmatically. Uh, and hence the term virtual reality. This reality inside this headset is all virtual and uh, you can create anything. It could be gaming, it could be, um, you know, a a hiking tour in a forest. Whatever you want uh, uh, can be created inside this. And this is virtual reality. And we'll focus on, uh, uh, from here onwards, we'll focus on uh, various categories of uh, AR and VR, What is what are the various uh, use cases and what I want uh, here is that we keep it very simple and all these use cases you are able to understand and then you can juxtapose them with your own use cases if you are running a business, uh, you are uh, working on a new, uh, uh, new startup, what have you, but you will be able to uh, to map out these uh, use cases with your own and see how you can participate in the whole uh, uh, AR, VR uh, ecosystem, the metaverse ecosystem uh, uh, to be precise. Uh, Let's now do a little dive into various kinds of augmented reality and uh, there actually are various ways you can kind of categorize uh, uh, AR. First, we've already talked about uh, the first one you can say uh, one augmented reality you experience through your smartphones. Uh, the other uh, way of experience this, uh, experiencing this is through uh, augmented reality glasses. Uh, some glasses uh, are already available in the market. Microsoft was one of the uh, uh, early entrants. Uh, they first had a HoloLens, um, then they came out with HoloLens 2, uh, which are uh, augmented reality glasses. Uh, Apple glasses are about to come, uh, uh, they're expected to come probably by next year or so. So that's, th- These are the two ways you can experience augmented reality. Uh, however, a very important uh, uh, categorization is native and web augmented reality. Uh, by native, what I mean is uh, uh, it is natively installed on your smartphones. Uh, you first have to go to an app store uh, uh, uh for, for Google you go to Play Store, uh, for Apple you go to uh, the App Store and you download an AR application from there, install it on your phone, and then you are able to see augmented reality. On the other hand, uh, web-based augmented reality is uh, you, uh, let's say scan a QR code or you tap on a URL and immediately your uh, smartphone browser opens up and you see augmented reality experience in that itself now these are very uh, uh, far apart in terms of uh, user journey and both of them both native and web augmented reality have their own set of advantages and own set of use cases uh, if you uh, talk about native augmented reality uh, you see uh, the the very big advantage you have is uh, you know that's it, the, the graphics that you get, the UI, UX that you get in native augmented reality is very high. Uh, you can create very uh, graphic intensive uh, uh, games in a native AR, but a very big disadvantage is the hurdle of downloading a mobile application. So, if your use case were to be a, a marketing campaign for a product, or if it were to be uh, showing a product. Giving a product visualization through an e commerce, uh, the user is going to see this for twice, thrice, five times at max. Uh, and downloading an app for that does not really make sense. And uh, the data suggests that uh, only two out of 100 people actually download an application to see an experience. Now, what do you do in that case? What you do is you create web augmented reality. Uh, the user completely eliminates uh, or you completely eliminate the step of downloading this uh, uh, application and the user can see your product in augmented reality or see your marketing campaign in augmented reality without any uh, uh, hurdle points whatsoever so that's that's one and both of them have their own set of technologies so if you were to create uh, native uh, augmented reality, you would probably use uh, something like a Unity engine or an Unreal engine. Uh, if you want to create uh, a web based augmented reality, you would use platforms like WASL or you would use, uh, uh, you know, uh, a 3JS, uh, ARJS kind of frameworks to create uh, uh, a web based augmented reality. Other than this, uh, there are other ways to categorize AR as well. The first type is a markerless augmented reality, which is also known as world mapping augmented reality. Basically, what you do is through your smartphone or through your AR glasses, you map out the surroundings uh, 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 in front of you, you map out the reality in front of you and then you place virtual 3d objects on that reality there is no marker involved here uh, a marker basically is uh, is 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 an image that uh, is used to detect in another kind of augmented reality which i'll come to but because of the lack of that image because of the lack of a marker here it is called a markerless augmented reality Uh, the biggest use cases for this is uh, marketing campaigns, Uh, uh, biggest use case for this is games, uh, etc., product visualizations for e-commerce, wherein all you want is that the user is able to place virtual 3D objects within the context of your current reality. Additionally, uh, they should be able to interact with those uh, virtual objects as if, they are in their own uh, surroundings only so that's what markerless augmented reality is <clears throat> second is a uh, marker based augmented reality now as i discussed earlier a marker is an image which you uh, create as uh, uh, you know you, you you put on an augmented reality platform and make it a marker this image becomes a marker and you detect this image in front of you through your smartphone camera or your AR glasses camera. Now, what happens is when you detect this image, the system knows that this image is in front of you. Uh, uh, It basically overlays it with content, which is interactable. Now, this content could be 3D virtual items. It could have been uh, uh, a video whatever uh, it is, but it is overlaid on this uh, marker image and and hence this kind of augmented reality is called marker-based augmented reality. Typical use cases uh, uh, cases are uh, marketing campaigns again, uh, wherein uh, you can, let's say if if there's a cereal box that you've purchased from the market and as a brand uh, who's created these cereal boxes, they want to kind of enhance your experience. Uh, and market their product and probably generate repeat sales from you would uh, create a marker of the image on that cereal box and you scan that image and you overlay that with videos, 3D augmented reality, so on and so forth. So that's second. The third kind of uh, augmented reality is a tryon based augmented reality, which is uh, wherein you detect your uh, your body features. It could be your eyes, your nose, your ears, your hands, your your feet, uh, your body, and you, you overlay uh, your body and physical features with clothes, with sunglasses, with, with shoes. And these augmented reality tryons basically allow you to see how any piece of uh, clothing or any shoes, how they look on you, how much you like them uh, before making a purchase. So think of a scenario wherein you are sitting in your living room and you try a pair of shoes uh, on your feet just by scanning your feet from your, from your smartphone and uh, whichever uh, shoe model you like the best, you purchase it from, uh, from the application. Uh, similarly with sunglasses. Uh, uh, on our uh, Vossel based uh, uh, web augmented reality platform, uh, you can create, or a, or a sunglasses brand can create uh, uh, augmented reality-based try-ons. Uh, users see which augmented reality, sorry, which uh, uh, specs fit best, or which one they like the most on their faces, and then they make a purchase. Makes a, a very big impact in terms of uh, the engagement of the user. One. The user makes a very informed decision because they've already tried out the sunglass. Uh, and for the brand, it makes sense because uh, uh, because there are much less refunds in this case, much less returns in this case because the uh, user already knows what they are purchasing, they already like what they are purchasing uh, for themselves and hence uh, lesser returns. So that's the third kind of augmented reality uh, we talked about. And then you can have other features involved as well. In less augmented reality, you could have involved uh, GPS uh, location as well. So let's say if you want to create treasure hunt based games, you, you uh, uh, reach a particular destination and then there is some augmented reality asset there which, which you uh, uh, give a, uh, the user a chance to interact with. A very big example of that is Pokemon Go, wherein they beautifully combined uh, location based services with augmented reality. Um, Other than that, uh, what you can also do is you can create augmented reality based games both in native augmented reality as well as web-based augmented reality. Uh, For an example, uh, we've created uh, games for for, for a number of FMCG brands who wanted to engage their uh, users at the point of purchase uh, wherein the user is inside a superstore and they play uh, let's say a one minute or a two minute game uh, this brand is providing hence engaging the user telling them more about uh, uh, you know about the brand uh, giving them a chance to interact with the brand and uh, becoming the top of the mind recall uh, uh, for the user. Uh, hence generating more and more sales uh, for those brands. So those are some kind of uh, uh, categorizations that we can give to uh, augmented reality. Now this actually is going to be uh, something uh, which gives a lot of power to uh, uh, the metaverse and also requires uh, the uh, working in tandem of Various platforms uh, together as well, and I personally believe that web-based uh, virtual reality and web-based augmented reality, basically web-based platforms, who get you to a metaverse, will become very important here because it is a common standard for uh, for interoperability, uh, a common standard for one platform to be able to communicate uh, with the other platform, and and I am very hopeful about. Uh, All that is coming up and whenever we are having any discussions on metaverse and the possibilities um, especially uh, uh, being a participant in the ecosystem for the last so many years I am extremely excited about what is happening uh, in the world and I'm also excited uh, that I and my team get to participate in what all is happening. So stay tuned for more updates from our side. In the coming episodes we'll have some very interesting and important aspects for you. So stay tuned.